and welcome to another episode of HP Critical, a podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. My name is Jarrell, and I am joined by Brandon. Hey, what's up? This is Brandon. It's your boy from Team Team Skull, uh, coming all the way from the from Po, po Town in the Lola region. You already know who it is. Let's keep going. <laughs> I, I made a promise last podcast, and I'm keeping to it. Team Skull is here on this podcast. I'm going fuck. I love that you were like, you already know who it is, and I'm like, but what if they don't know who it is? I have no idea. I, got, I, got, I, got, I have no idea. I got the I got the rep. That's all that matters. Let's keep it going. Also, Christy's here. Hi, everybody. And the wonderful return of the very much missed Kelly. Kelly's Yay. here. Hi. She's back. Uh, it's so, so good to see you back, Kelly. I've been, every time we bring up Final Fantasy XIV, I'm like, where, where's Kelly? <laughs> like, I, I mean, and we were talking about horror games, I think, like, a few weeks ago, and I was like, this is literally mm-hmm. Kelly news. Like, where is Kelly? We need her. We, we, it's we were so also great to have you back. You know, Yoshi P, and we were like, Kelly, where's Kelly? Yes, it was it was negative, but like, <laughs> but it was also okay. like, where's Kelly? <laughs> I'm not canceling my 14 oh, no, subscriptions. So. Don't worry. It wasn't that bad. Um, so a lot has happened. We haven't had a podcast in a while um, because of life and things. So a lot has happened in between that time. Pokemon released. We didn't get to talk about Pokemon. We're not going to talk about Pokemon, unfortunately. Um, lots of news has happened. So I'm probably going to go over the biggest news pieces while we've got Kelly and Christy here um, and Brandon, of course. And then also the Game Awards just happened. So we can talk a little bit about that, too. I'm going to try to do all of this in an hour and a half. Um, so wish us luck starting, what should we, I'll ask you guys, are you more interested in starting with gaming news or the game awards? You know, I do want to kind of talk a little bit about the game awards. We can do that before the, the news, I think. It's not going to be a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I still, I still say it. let's do it. Are you sure? Game awards first? Yeah. I'm ready. Well, I'm sure you're fancy. I feel like it's a good way to end, but let's do it first. You know, Brandon, you're what? right. Let's do it first. That's right. What? Team Skull Live. Asked... Let's go. Anarchy! I asked and he answered. Um, now, because we're doing it first, it's on my phone, not the on my Thrill's iPad. also the host, so he has the ultimate decision. It's true, but I did ask and <laughs> I got an answer. In the meantime, while I pull this up, what have you guys been playing lately? Pokemon Scarlet. I've Pokemon actually been playing Scarlet. games for this one. I'm I I've actually been playing games for this one, so I'm, I'm actually I have an answer. But <laughs> please, what have you guys been playing? Nah, the main thing you already know is Pokemon Scarlet for the most part. Um, I also played a little bit of uh, Crisis Core last night for an impression stream. Uh, that game is really fun. It's my first time playing that. I really enjoyed it, and um, that's pretty much it. On the mobile side, you know, the grind in Octopath comes whenever they add new content and. Um, I don't think I've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but I have really been enjoying Marvel Snap on mobile. That's a very good fun time waster. To uh, it's just it's just fun. It's pretty simple to learn, and I just play it every now and then when I need to kill some time. I played it for a little bit, and I really enjoyed it. And then I was like, "All right, I think I'm done." Yeah, that's fair. It's, a good time. it's, it's not something <laughs> that you need to like spend a long time into. It's not like there's a story or anything. It's just it's fun. That's all. That's all there is to it. Really is to it. Kelly, what about you? What have you been playing? What do you think I've been playing? Well, I know. <laughs> I know the answer. It, of course, has to be Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, it is on my second screen right now. Um, yes. So, yeah, I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV. I've unlocked a lot of content um, in post-Shadowbringers now. So I'm I'm all to Endwalker. I have two level 80 characters. Um, I'm leveling my bard right now. It's like at like a level... 
Actually, he's at a level 69. Um, nice. So that's that's fun. <laughs> nice. um, yeah, I'm I'm doing like the Heavensward Alliance raids, which are really fun. I just keep repeating them. Also, they're so another... good. I love I love them. They're and then so um, to play more. The, um, the Heavensward. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Heavensward ones are the ones that have the Final Fantasy 12 raids, the Alliance raids, right? Um, okay. Well, I'm pretty sure the Heavensward ones. Oh no, that might be Stormblood. That might be Stormblood raids. Whatever. They're so good. <laughs> All yeah. the raids are good. Is the um, yeah, I mean, I loved the original Alliance raids from Realm Reborn as well. Um, so I've been doing them. I unlocked the Nier raids. Or the first one, Ooh. but I have not. It's a level 80. I, I'm I'm scared to attempt it. I'm probably going to try to play my DPS character on it because I'm yeah. concerned. Um yeah, I could talk about Final Fantasy fourteen all day. I won't, but yeah, <laughs> I am obsessed with it. I took a break for a while because mm -hmm. I got pissed off at this dungeon because I was healing. I and now now I'm back and I have like 700 hours or something in the game. So I will say I think my favorite dungeons are uh, in Shadowbringers so far. Like the sh First of all, the Shadowbringers music, like that first dungeon that you do yeah. and like the monster that's like slamming the ground and like you have to learn the mechanics instantly. I was like, oh my god, what is this? This is so cool. It's so amazing. But it was such a, such a good time and it's such a beautiful, beautiful atmosphere um, for Shadowbringers. Uh, it's just, I'm almost done with Shadowbringers. I have to get back to it. Uh, Chrissy, what have, you been, what have you been playing? I've been playing Pokemon and now I've started Crisis Core. I thought you were also playing Tactics Ogre, no? I, I am, and I'm also trying to play Harvest Bella, <laughs> and also a lot of other games, and I need to also play Final Fantasy XIV. Yes! I, I've been playing games! Um, I've been playing games and producing content for my job, uh, so if you guys want some uh, Pokemon stuff, go to uh, thegamer.com and find Jarell Levy, and you can see all the Pokemon stuff I've been writing. Um, but I've been playing Pokemon and Marvel Midnight Marvel's Midnight Suns and Bayonetta three and Harvestella and Marvel Snap a little bit and uh, Final Fantasy War of the Visions and uh, a little bit of Crisis Core today and um, Overwatch two because it's stupid and I hate that I keep playing it but I have to because of season pass stuff. Um, also for work i'm basically just playing games for work and it's not as fun so don't recommend i if i had the opportunity i would be playing final fantasy 14 to catch up with kelly because i saw the near raids once and uh my my lovely partner was doing them and i was like what is this this is so cool and if you've played the near games it just makes it even cooler uh oh, because really? there are lots of references of uh like the storyline of near in those raids it's especially if you've played like the series of games, not just like uh, Automata, like you have whatever. Anyway, we can go to the Game Awards now. Uh, <laughs> so the Game Awards were when, like last week? Uh, yeah, last yeah. Thursday, it's, 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 been, it's been six days, so <laughs> yeah. almost a full week. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> last Thursday, they were on until 11 p.m. my time, which was horrible because I was so tired. Like, I don't understand why award shows are so late. Uh, but let's talk about the biggest winners of the night. Uh, and by biggest winners of the night, I mean the most important categories of the night that are important to me. Um, <laughs> which are the best family game, which was... Um, it was between Kirby and the Forgotten Lands, 
Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, Mario Rabbit, Sparks of Hope, Nintendo Switch Sports, and Splatoon 3, and that went to Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. And the reason I brought that one up is because that was such a ca- weird category to me, because I was in chat asking what is a family game, mm-hmm. because I didn't think that Splatoon 3 was a family game. And, um... How do you guys feel about uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Lands winning? Is that game co-op? It is co-op. Not online co-op, okay. but it does have local co-op that you can play together. Yeah, we did talk about this on chat and maybe on a previous podcast, but Best Family Game was always something I found a little bit uh, strange because its meaning seems to change year from year. Because in some years, it seems to imply... What's the best games you can play literally with your family? With your family. And but for this year and for previous years, it seems to be what's the best essentially E-rated game essentially of the year. And so Nintendo, by going by that category, Nintendo usually takes usually gets all the nominations because they're known for producing E-rated games. So this category was like almost all E-rated games with the exception of Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga, which was not a Switch exclusive, it was multi-platform. Anyway, Kirby won it. So Again, assuming we're going with the definition of best E-rated game, then no, I'm not, you know, Kirby was a very good game. I thought it was, it was deserving of that reward. If we are talking about the old definition of, like, what's the best game to play with family, it's awful. It's it's not a game you play with well, with the family. It's what you play with, like, maybe a sibling or a friend or a partner. Mm-hmm. I completely but. agree. Um, so some other categories that won, unless anybody else wants to chime in, some other categories that I want to talk about that won, and if there's one that you guys want to talk about that won, just let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, best multiplayer. Uh, best multiplayer went to Splatoon 3, which surprisingly, to me, beat out Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Multiverses, yeah. <laughs> Overwatch 2, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Like all those games. I love Splatoon that, 3, I was but like, I'm shocked. <laughs> Yeah, same. I was like, do you know how many people are playing Modern Warfare 2 right now? Like, it's, it's like and... the biggest mo- mo- Call of Duty release in a while, and <laughs> yes. it just beat it. I was like, okay. And the hype around multiverses, and the hype around Splatoon 3 has died. Like, it, it is not, I, I don't mean that it's died for, like, fans, but as far as, like, Google searches and stuff go, nobody's looking for Splatoon 3 stuff anymore. It only spikes again during, um, what are they called? Splatfest. Thank you. It only even, spikes like during Splatfest. Even I, I just want to bring up real quick that um even that big run like we were going to do a big run event uh, stream, but I ultimately canceled it because I just was seeing like no one talking about it. Like, yeah, like it's it, it it was ostensibly meant to be like the other event that Splatoon's games will now have. You know, Splatfest and big runs, but there mm-hmm. was just no hype out of it. I mean, again, like you said, Dro, fans were playing the big run event they were in. But no one was really talking about it. It wasn't giving people to go back into Splatoon the same way as Splatfest does, you know. Yeah. So I'm I'm shocked, and a lot of people were excited about it. But again, it, I don't know. It's, it's and even the the queues for the wait times to get into Overwatch Two were ridiculous because so many people were trying to play upon launch, and the fact that <laughs> Splatoon Three beat all of them is just really really funny to me. Um, best role playing game, of course, I have to talk about it. It was between Xenoblade Chronicles Three, Elden Ring, Live Alive, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, and Triangle Strategy, and of course, Elden Ring won that one. Gabe isn't here to put it all in our faces. Um, same thing for best action game. Uh, that went to God of War. Um, and it was up against the Plague Tale Requiem, Tunic, Horizon Forbidden West, and Stray. I will save my opinions on that one. 
God of War won almost every category that it was in. God of mm-hmm. War Ragnarok. It was a huge winner for the night. Um, we also had some repeat winners. So, of course, Best Community Support went once again to Final Fantasy XIV. Um, and it also got something else. Best Community uh, best Support. On- and- I think it's Best Ongoing. Yes, that yeah, sounds about right. Yes. Uh, and it won it twice in a row, right? Or no, last year, I think it won ongoing. And this mm-hmm. year it won ongoing again. But did it win best community support last year? I, I think, think it, it might have. I think it did. Yeah. Well, good for you guys. <laughs> That's a, a pretty, pretty decent. Uh, best score in music went to God of War Ragnarok, of course, mm-hmm. yet again. Um, best art direction also went to, uh, no, best art direction went to Elden Ring. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which well deserved if anyone has played Elden Ring. Uh, best narrative went to God of War Ragnarok. No surprise there. Uh, best game direction went to Elden Ring. And usually, I was asking Brandon. Usually, whatever game wins, uh, best art direction is also usually the winner game of uh, the game. Uh huh. Best game direction is what usually wins. Ah, okay. Game. Sorry. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Game direction, and it was. That was the one that also won Game of the Year. And of course, the Game of the Year was between A Plague Tale Requiem, God of War, Ragnarok, Stray, Horizon Forbidden West, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, and Elden Ring. And of course, it went to Elden Ring. And then Gabe yelled at all of us about how great it was and how we all suck. And how this is the best game ever and blah, blah, blah. And then he went to sleep. Uh, So pour one out for Gabe, who is not here. Um, But yeah, that was the Game Awards. It ended really weirdly with some kid going up um during the uh speech for uh the acceptance of the game of the year for elden ring some random kid went up and said something about his rabbi bill clinton it was very strange and he got rushed off the stage and then jeff Keeley said that he was arrested but it turns out he wasn't actually arrested and it was just a very a very very strange end to that show and um it had a lot of people concerned about uh safety issues within the game because they had just talked earlier about anybody like how statistically someone in the crowd could be a murderer and then this random kid wearing all black and then there was that segment in the game awards where it literally said one of you is a murderer and yes exactly there's going like doing like random people like they closed they they went on reggie's face for so long it was like reggie's a murderer And then this random person who could have been a murderer was sitting up there next to important people, standing next to important, very important people, and could have done some very strange things. Very strange end to uh, the Game Awards. But for those of you who have seen it, do you have any thoughts overall about any winners, anything you liked about it, you didn't like about it, etc.? I did not watch it, but I did I did keep up with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not shocked by the nominees for Game of the Year this year. Normally it's, like what the hell were they thinking? But, like, this year, I was like, you know, yeah, that makes sense. Like, all those games, to me, are like, I'm not absolutely shocked at these. Okay, wait, okay, Kelly. What? Have you seen Stray as a cat person? Have you seen the Stray game? Yeah, I have Do you think that that game is worth a Game of the Year nominee? Next to, like, Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok? I mean, kind of, yeah. It was, like, a big deal. It was, like, super hype. People loved it. Okay. Jarrell, would you like to comment? Oh, oh no, what, no, no, no. What I, I was gonna I, say is, Jarrell, like you're, you're you're confused about Stray getting nominated. I think for the same reason, Gabe was confused why Animal Crossing: New Horizons was nominated for 2020. It's not necessarily no, it's even not the same reason. Well, I understand why 
I understand why Animal Crossing was nominated. Stray did not have the same significant impact on the world that Animal Crossing sure, did. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, we're talking about very different things. But, but, like, yeah, that it had a big effect on the world for sure. But what Kelly had just said is, like, you know, Stray... Like, a lot of people liked Stray for sure. It was definitely, like, the cool. indie darling cool. of the year. The indie darling of the year. A lot of people like Stray. What do you mean, who? Brandon. Drell, <laughs> huh. would you I, like to you... comment? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> go ahead. I have, no, I have no comment. No, no, please comment, Jarrell. I think you have a lot of strong feelings. <laughs> okay. And we would like to hear them. I didn't, I don't want, well, I don't want to cut Brandon off. Go ahead, Brandon, please finish. Uh, well, let me just finish with saying so he can yes. comment. <laughs> no, no, no. I, th I think it's less a commentary on how good the game is compared to the other nominees and just how much it resonated with a large group of people. Obviously not to the same degree as New Horizons, but I think that was the thinking about why it got nominated. And that's all I wanted to say about that. Go ahead. That's that's the thing. It didn't resonate with a large group of people. Like, what do you consider a large group of people? Reviewers and people that played it? I mean, it didn't resonate with you. I, oh, no, like, no, no. I don't... no, no, no. I loved it. It was very much a Jarrell game. I didn't finish it. But I loved what I did play. Um, which was like, admittedly, like 20 minutes. Um, but in the reason, I, I think I talked about this before, but my cat had just had surgery because it was in a really bad accident. Mm -hmm. So when I started playing Stray, in the very beginning, your cat like falls and he gets hurt. And I was like, I can't play the rest of this because it had literally happened like right at that time. And I was very emotional. But I was super excited for Stray. I loved what I did play. Super, like, cats are everything. Like, it was very much a Jarrell game. However, I just don't see it in the same vein as something like Elden Ring or God of War Ragnarok, personally. And I don't think it had the cultural impact as something like that because nobody was talking about Stray when it was released. Everybody talked about it when the, when the preview came up. Nobody talked about it after. No, Everybody talked about it when I the saw, game came I, out. I saw a very nope. different story online. I saw a completely different story. From who, though? The internet, dude. We followed. We must follow but, completely but different people. Because I, mean. I saw everyone talking about Stray you, you, on the few you... weeks it came out. Okay. We're, we're just we're just dealing with two two completely different zeitgeists. I think yeah, that's, no. the, that's why we're confused. Where the confusion comes from? No, I, I don't think there's confusion. <laughs> like I I understand what you're saying. I just like. I think that we have to recognize the circles that we surround ourselves with when we're thinking about video games. Sure. And yeah, sure, I saw a lot of people talking about Stray from like game industry people that I follow and like reviews and stuff. But like on average, nobody's going into GameStop asking to order uh, Stray because it doesn't even have a physical copy. Like this, like if you look at the amount of units sold for Stray, I promise you, it's not going to be what you think it is. No, I don't think it was. I, like, it's it's not it's not so much of sales. It was just like people were talking about MB, and I saw it beyond just like reviewers and journalists. I saw like casual people just talking about how much they like Stray. I would go to like live reactions of the Game Awards, and there was actually one stream that I tuned in. Not a stream, but a, a, like a, a vod of a, of a stream from the Game Awards that I tuned into, and like one guy, he had no, he. To your credit, he did not play Stray at all, and he did not understand why Stray was winning all these wars. His chat basically blew him up, talking about like how much he should play Stray during. That. It didn't even review that well. Like it didn't even review that well. Like it didn't get tens across the board. But then what are we talking not about here? Does does, the, does games get reviewed or nominated for the Indoors because they review or because a lot of people played them? Because I don't think Animal Crossing either, like, that reviewed that well either. Literally to neither. Its 
But neither. It literally wins because you ask gaming industry people what they played this year and what they liked. Like, that's it. And then they decide how, like, how they determine from there what's going to win. Like, it's not even a popularity vote. Like, it's not, like, whatever. I don't care. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm going on a tangent about Stray. Stray's a great game. Everyone should go play it. It was super adorable. I loved it. Well, where else was going to ask Wonderful was... little indie. For 20 minutes. For 20 minutes, but I love the 20 minutes that I played, and now that my cat is okay, I might revisit it one day. Okay. Well, uh, you had asked us before if there's anything else we would talk about the Game Awards. When you ask that, um, do you mean just in terms of wars or announcements as well, or is that a separate thing? Anything. Anything in general uh, you want to talk about the Game Awards for. Okay. Um, so let me call just, just two announcements. Uh, not two announcements. Uh, two awards that I just want to bring up. One. I think because I think it's important to mention is the Innovation and Accessibility Award. You know, I love that that award exists, that it's highlighting games that are really making a difference to, so that more people can play it. Um, I saw, like, they were, even when they were doing that little snippet there showing the games that were nominated for that category and, like, showing why they were nominated for that, it's obviously, like, I think a small bit of what the games could be showing to the show what the, what the accessibility is. But I just like that we're moving in that direction. And it's the only award that The Last of Us Part 1, a remake that's very divisive, could get nominated for. Because I think the one thing that they added is the fact that it has all the accessibility features that the original did not have. Also, it's coming to PC. So I think that's probably the biggest justification for someone to get that game is if you didn't play it on PlayStation, you were a PC player primarily. Because obviously, the previous version of Last of Us Part 1 never came to PC. This one will be. So there's that. Um, the other, other thing I'll mention is... Um, I do like the Best Adaptation Award. Um, I haven't mm. personally seen Arcane myself, but based on how much people really seem to love that show, even non-League of Legends players, it seems like that was well-deserved. Very interested in seeing um, that same award for next year because I know The Last of Us series is coming out next year, as well as the Mario movie. I'm interested in seeing which ends up taking up from those two and whatever else gets nominated. Uh, that's it for awards. Um, as far as announcements, there was, there were some cool announcements. Uh, I'm excited to try out... Uh, Jedi Survivor, Final Fantasy 16. I won't go too much. I just thought it was a cool trailer. Um, yeah. No, I think it was pretty well-evened announcements. Excited for some stuff. And um, I, a lot of people seem to feel that this is, like, the best game awards that the, he has done in a while. I mean, I wasn't bored by it, so that's nice. That's all I got to say. Okay. <laughs> uh, As Dusk Falls is a very boring game. Has Christy just been like rolling the logs together to start the fire? And Jarrell keeps trying to douse it with water. I'm trying. She wants to get me in trouble. Um, As Dusk Falls is a boring game. I played it with my partner for a little bit, and um, it has potential, but it just didn't. Like, I I didn't finish, and I have zero interest in going back. But it was cool that it won something for accessibility of some sort. Kelly, have you played As Dusk Falls? Wait, As Dusk Falls won accessibility? I thought that was gone. Uh, no, no, no. It won for us some type of. It wasn't for best innovative. Uh, it wasn't for that award that you were talking about. Okay. Ragnarok did win that. It was yeah. another award about like some form of accessibility. I believe that it won. Okay. It was off screen. Yeah, um, it was one of those off screen awards. Um, yeah, that game's boring. Okay. Also, uh, and now Casey's gonna be upset with me, but I also thought that the Final Fantasy 16 trailer was kind of boring. 
Um, oh, I, I, lot of... I remember one thing I want to say about the 16 trailer. Um, I'm glad we finally saw the party. I'm glad that is not uh, the the boys going on the road again in 15 because I was worried. I was worried about that in the first two trailers of 16. That's like, uh why? One, one is there going to be a party, and two is it going to be just all boys again? I think I think for 15 they justified it well enough from what little I played. But I'm like, all right, you get this once. I don't, I don't want there to like not be any any women in the next party for the next Final Fantasy game because yeah. So I'm glad that there's at least one. <laughs> so there's that. And also a Christy dog. Tell a, you. a cute dog is one of the party members too. It's Christy will tell but you. But I want to know. Me. Oh, I want to know. Can we launch the dog like a cannon? Exactly. Like, if you lot. can't throw the dog off your arm as a no. cannon, it doesn't count. Um, I was gonna say, Christy will tell you that we we kind of we knew there were gonna be parties because yeah, uh, right. yeah. Um, I, I guess I guess we didn't know the dog was gonna be a party member, but we knew there were gonna be parties. Also, the party members are not surprising at all. It kind of kind of makes sense. Yeah. I w- also it's wouldn't tracks. be surprised if we rotate them. We're not even gonna be able to play as the party members, from what I understood. So it's kind of yeah. just us playing as Clive. Like, so it's not even like. Oh, look at the party members we can switch between. It's kind of just like, look at these AI. Uh-oh. Something happened on my end. What happened? <laughs> it's like, Jarrell is talking so much trash. I can't stand for it. And he hates me and he left. Um, but, but anyways, it was nice to see the confirmation. However, it's like what you said. It was, was like, it was kind of nothing new. It was if you kept up. Read the interviews and yeah, yeah. I think it, I think I was most disappointed just because they ended the game awards with it. So I had a lot of hype going into it. I was hoping that this trailer. Mm-hmm. I was super excited for the trailer, the like the previous one. So I was hoping that this one would hype me up a little bit. And I was like, oh, that's it. We're done. Like it's the last trailer of the day. That's that's what we saved it for. It's um, really not a great last trailer, but I mean, I guess we knew the re- now we know the release date. Yes, that is true. Now we know the release date. And um, Brandon, I'm so happy that you mentioned that we have a we have a female uh, party member now. Because we do. And it's not going to be all boys. Mm-hmm. But you know what we don't have? Uh, yeah, never mind. I'm not. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. do Sorry, this. I'm, try- I'm trying to fix my, the stream last because I got cut off and it just like took us off. Uh, okay, it seems to be fixed now. They can see us again. All right. What were you asking? I'm sorry. I was like, well, I was saying that you were excited that we have a female um, party member again, so it's correct, not like yes. Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. And I was saying, do you know what we don't have? Oh, what don't we have, Jarrell? I'm asking you. I don't. Do you uh, know what we don't have? And uh, oh, I know. Hey, Jarrell. I, I think there's be... a severe lack of melanin in 16. Oh, I think so too. Isn't that wow, crazy? that's crazy. And you two, two minds, like, one what body. Happened? But you know what? At least it's not all penises. So True. I guess I'll take every every little thing I can get. Although I wouldn't say that I. Never mind. Uh, so let's... yes, Jarrell. Yes, <laughs> would, you care, would you care to comment, Jarrell? <laughs> No, I have no more comments. Uh, let's. Uh, let's you sure? I am a We're on Twitch, and uh, we will get kicked off with my comment. Um, let's move on to some gaming news. Uh, so yeah, Microsoft's Xbox chief had settled the Call of Duty on PlayStation debate once and for all, appearing on the Verge's Decoder podcast. This was on the fifteenth of November. So this is super old, uh, but I definitely wanted to bring it up because it leads into another piece of news that I wanted to talk about, which was. 
finally, Xbox has confirmed what they want to do with the Call of Duty line, which is they want to bring it to everyone. They want to bring it to... They've agreed to bring it to Nintendo for, I think, a 15-year plan, I believe it was. Um, and... I thought it was a 10-year Oh, 10. Okay. Yes, you're probably right. A 10-year plan. So they've they've already spoken to Nintendo about wanting to bring it to Nintendo consoles for a 10-year plan. They also talked to uh, Steam. Um, I'm not sure if there was anything settled with that one. I'll have to check. But I really wanted to bring this up because do you guys think that Call of Duty is going to be successful on the Nintendo Switch? Hmm. It depends on, I guess, if there's any new call of duty players on the switch but i feel like most of them they're playing on either playstation or xbox or pc yeah so mm-hmm. so oh I'll, it's I'll, on pc then on pc i do want to back up what chrissy said because that is very true call of duty players are used to playing on those other platforms they have they've kind of gotten used to not playing nintendo platforms however i do want to bring up that while not nearly as successful as the 360 and even the call of duty was versions, on the wii correct yeah the wii versions were wait not, it was on the wii Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They they were because the Wii I mean, was so popular. I mean, let's pretend like it wasn't, but yes. <laughs> but no, but 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 it, I mean, it's it. That's what I was trying to. That's what I was trying to get to. It's not nearly as successful as its other console versions, but it wasn't ignorable sales. Like it was like because the Wii install base was so big, and they were advertising a lot about how you know you can use the Wii remote to like aim your gun and whatnot. Like it wasn't zero, is what I'm trying to say. Like there was at least some. For a little while, for a little while. Once the once the later in the Wii generation, it definitely died down, and then and then uh, they were basically like, "All right, let's stop, let's stop with this." Especially when the Wii U came out, that was that was going nowhere. So yeah, it hasn't been on Nintendo system for a long time. We have to think about why people play games like Call of Duty, and it's usually just like to play online with like friends or online with randoms. It's not so much of a game like people obviously do love the co-op of Call of Duty, but I wouldn't say for many people it's necessarily the selling point of the game for them. And if you're playing something like Call of Duty on Switch, that would be the appeal because you're playing, you can play whatever, but you'd basically be doing just uh, the the campaign, right? And I don't know if that's enough of a selling point for people to play Call of Duty on their Switch if they just play it on another platform is what I'm trying to get at. So the short answer after that long explanation <laughs> is i don't really know but i think the install but i think it's kind of too late if i'm being perfectly honest i don't think there's enough call for people to play call of duty on switch i didn't even mean to All make that point but... about this is god bless anyone who plays overwatch 2 on switch god bless anyone who tries to play call of duty on switch Y'all are the real MVPs out there because ain't no way I I tried playing Overwatch 2 handheld and it was a horrible like experience. Like, those games are not meant to be played on a screen this big. I just remember um, something. I just remember something. One of the reasons why I had brought up the Wii versions was to entice people to get said Wii versions or even the DS versions which do exist, they would sometimes give them like bonus missions that weren't in the other versions. I remember <laughs> My friend had, like, the PS2 version of Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, which was called Call of Duty Battlefronts or something like that. And it had, to compensate for the fact that obviously it didn't look nearly as good as the next-gen versions, it just had bonus missions that weren't in the original uh, or the other versions, I guess you, you could say. If they do something like that, maybe people play the Switch versions, but in 2022 and beyond, I don't see them really doing that. It's lucky that they're even getting call of duty at all so i wouldn't expect no it's not it's not lucky 
Which is going to lead into my next point, oh, uh, thanks, which tell. is uh, Xbox is very prominent about making games available everywhere for everyone. Mm. And this is a huge deal for them, which is why one of the biggest Activision Blizzard um, IPs, Call of Duty, they're like, we're literally bringing this everywhere, including the Nintendo Switch. Um, and you'll also notice, anyone who watched any of the Game Awards ads, Samsung TVs from 2021 and 2022 now have the Xbox app, so you can play Game Pass games on your TV without having an xbox literally just bluetooth your controller to your samsung 2021 or 2022 tv hook up your game pass and play the game directly from your television set xbox is very much concerned about getting their games everywhere because we already know the xbox system itself is still not making money for the company and they're it's costing them at least 200 dollars per console that's produced so like they're 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 not in a good place as far as the Xbox itself goes. Yeah, that's what um, I was gonna so, that's what I was gonna say. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I have to say now, I don't personally have a Samsung TV for myself. I have an LG, but but if I did have a Samsung, if I was a Samsung owner and I'm hearing all this, my question then becomes literally what you just said, why the fuck do I need an Xbox? If I if, if, if I if, if, if I can if I can especially Call of Duty specifically, if I can just get Game Pass for my Samsung TV and just play Call of Duty with the boys and and do whatever. Without but don't do like, that. Without, yeah, you know, that's a don't bad do idea. Don't, don't <laughs> you you do not want to stream Call of Duty through your TV. I feel like that would be a very bad I was, idea. I, but, I, but I'm... Wait, is it, is it streaming? It's not like... Oh, I guess well, yeah, because you're, you're downloading yeah. the app on your TV. So yeah, whatever you do sense. is going to be streaming through... Yeah. Oh, then I resend everything I just said. <laughs> like, Yeah, you do not want to yeah, play competitive yeah. Call of Duty through your television I, I know app. some people will, but I, I don't think enough people will. Yeah, no, that forget everything I just said. But yeah, it's a, it's a smart business move. You bring it everywhere, and it's just a part of their initiative to bring it everywhere. And that's a, another thing that people were mentioning is that during the Game Awards, nobody saw any new games from Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, but like... Of course you didn't, because Xbox is trying to prove, or Microsoft is trying to prove that they are, well, they're in the middle of trying to do this acquisition, so they're not going to be like, look at all these brand new games that are going to make us all these money, and they're all exclusives, because they're trying to say they don't have exclusives, and they're trying to say Call of Duty isn't that great. Um, So they can't come on and be like, look at all these games that are coming out. And speaking of Xbox games, Mm -hmm. Xbox is preparing to join other major game publishers in raising the price of its major new first-party titles from $60 to $70. Kelly has told us why this is a really common sense point in um, previous podcasts because it costs a lot of money to make games and uh, $60 is definitely not enough. And beginning in 2023, they are starting with uh, Forza Motorsport, Redfall, and Starfield. They will all be $69.99 at launch. And this is a quote from uh, a Microsoft spokesperson told to IGN. Uh, This price reflects the content scale and technical complexities of these titles. As with all games developed by our teams at Xbox, they will also be available with Game Pass the same day they launch. And while this is not a surprising saying, I do want you guys' opinion on this because I no longer have Game Pass. I've been using my partner's Game Pass like this whole time because he had it and he doesn't have it anymore. So now I don't have it anymore because I refuse to pay for it. Because when I did pay for it, I didn't play shit on it. Um, But... Do you guys think this is going to bring more people to Game Pass when Xbox in 2023 is starting to bring out some of these titles that we've been waiting on, like Forza Motorsports, like Forza Motorsports or like Redfall? I've been personally waiting for Redfall. 
am I going to pay $70 to play Redfall? <laughs> Probably not. That seems like a steep step for a game I wanted to try that I know that I could get for free through Game Pass. Um, are you guys surprised by the increase of $70? Or do you think that more people are going to see the value in Game Pass um, instead of paying $70 for a brand new title from Xbox? I'm not surprised at all, if I'm being quite honest. I feel like this was inevitable. In fact, I will go as far as to say it was so inevitable that I can't speak for the Xbox audience, like people that only play Xbox games. But I feel like if we're talking about like the larger gaming populace, like I, if speaking personally, I thought Xbox Series games were already worth 70 So when I heard this new story, I was like, oh, they're now getting to the PlayStation $70 price point? That's interesting. Um, as far as whether I think it will push people to game pass. I think that's certainly possible. And I think, I think it will happen. However, I think we're getting to the point now where so many people that own Xbox are doing it because they see the promise in game pass itself. So I've seen a lot of takes online of like people who don't care that games are becoming $70 because they just get everything through game pass. Anyways, like this is for a lot of people, this just seems to be a non-issue. And for those that I think that is an issue too, then yeah, I think you're right, Jarrell. It probably will push them into getting Game Pass if they think it might become an investment for them on down the road. I would just pay a dollar and play the game in, in a month. <laughs> and then be like, all right, that was fun. Uh, yeah, Kelly, what about you? I don't know. I I don't really play Game Pass anymore. I don't even have it. I don't even have the next gen Xbox still. Um, I did get the chance to buy one though. It's not because I couldn't get one. I didn't. I chose not to buy it at this point um, because I just play on my computer a game that came out in 2010. Um, so I don't know. I said the, I stand by my previous statement that games have been the same price. As long as I can remember, $60, so raising the price is not exactly shocking to me. Um, I do think that they only did it because PlayStation did it, and they were like, if you can get $70, we can. Like, I think that's the only reason. I don't think it costs more, because to be honest, people buy digital games. People Who buys a physical copy besides Jarrell? I don't know. And Kristen. Listen, okay. <laughs> Certain games I will buy a physical copy of, but for my PS5, basically everything is digital. I just buy it. Like, it's so much easier. Like, you don't have to wait. Just download it immediately. Do you know what's so funny that you mentioned that? Because I have actually learned how easy it is to buy digital and uh it's kind of wonderful. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I still prefer physical, but uh, like I, I went to game, I went to GameStop to buy a game, and they were like, "Oh, we don't have it." And I was like, "Y'all are GameStop." But I was like, "How are you out of stock?" <laughs> like, I, this is literally what you like. I, how are you out of stock of this game? Like, all you sell is games. Like, I don't understand. And I went home and I bought it digitally, and I was like, "Okay, this." And this isn't the first time. This is the third time that I've gone to a GameStop to buy a game physical, and they haven't had it. And um, it's just closer than going to Target or something. And I'm definitely not going into Walmart because ill. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to wait on delivery from Amazon. So like, I'm just like, okay, well, I'm just gonna go home and buy this on my Switch or my PlayStation. And I completely understand now why people pick the option out. of going um, digital. 
Not only that, apparently scarcity in freaking GameStop. Like, what? I just, I just, you said that. I'm just reminded of like a Kids Next Door episode where they went to this new cheese restaurant that opened up and they took his order. He's like, I'd like some cheese fries, please. And the waiter was like, and would reserve like cheese on the fries? It's like, of course he said yes. It's like, we're out of the cheese. Like, you're a cheese restaurant. Now, the, okay, because I was I was concerned with where the story was going, but I got the, yeah. I got it. Okay, <laughs> the episode explains why they're out of cheese. I won't go into it, but I just thought it was so funny. It just reminded me of that episode. Like, no spoilers. Uh, no spoilers. <laughs> no you, spoilers. You can watch Kids Next Door on HBO Max now if you got a subscription. There you go. Uh, Chrissy, Not what about sponsored. you? What do you think about this move? About uh, Xbox seventy dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was going to happen. But it was also bound to happen the moment that I mean it was bound to happen when PlayStation upped their price. And I mean, I think Xbox they were kind of seeing if people were still gonna be buying PlayStation 5s and whatnot and also purchasing games with the up and then I guess research showed that people were still willing. So they're like, you know what, screw it. If they can get 70, we're going to get 72. But as for Game Pass, I don't know why you're asking someone who doesn't own an Xbox. Listen, I'm just when I've been trying to find ways to buy an Xbox, and every single time I've tried, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get an Xbox One because you know Game Pass, and there's Banjo Kazooie. Oh wait, no, there's Nintendo Switch Online now yeah. that has Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> well, there right that there. goes. Okay, well there you go. Uh, all right. And a tub was made. Marissa almost convinced me. Marissa did convince me to get one, and I was going to buy one. And then Nintendo announced, "Hey, Banjo's Kazooie is coming to the Switch." Oh, well, there it goes. I have literally played two games on Xbox One S. One is Rare Replay because it has thirty rare games, so that's kind of cheating. And the other is Fable One, which Fable One is actually a really good game. But you know, it's interesting because a lot of people I talk to are like, "I've played a lot of Game of the Year games through Game Pass on my Xbox." Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, yeah, I own an Xbox and Game Pass is really just so valuable because I get to play things like, uh, you know, everyone was talking about Scorn when it first came out. That came straight to Game Pass like day one. I personally didn't play it, but a lot of those titles have have been very accessible for people through Game Pass as opposed to paying $70 on PlayStation. And now Xbox. I just don't like that Xbox is doing it with their first... I just don't like that Xbox is doing it with their first party titles because it kind of makes no sense for me to pay $70 for Redfall instead of just like subscribing and paying two months, which is still going to be cheaper. Like literally still half the price by subscribing for two months at $15 each. Like that's $30. It's still less than half the price of buying the game outright. Like it just doesn't make any sense. It's really it, it's like I, I don't know why you wouldn't just do a couple months of Game Pass, as I will probably just go buy the game for $70 anyway, so I should probably t- stop talking. <laughs> um, the Halluchi Nation uh, has worked with Fortnite to create one of the first, if I'm not uh, I'm not mistaken, um, an Apache character for the game, which was super duper cool, so I did want to bring that up. Super awesome. I talked about Microsoft entering a 10-year commitment to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo consoles. Um, So I can move on past that. Jim Ryan has apologized for the PS5 supply in Japan and Asia at the PlayStation Partner Awards. Um, And I'm going to move on from that one. Uh, (laughs) This is a fun one. Uh, Tokyo District Police uh, Public, excuse me, Tokyo District Public 
prosecutor's office has rearrested former Square Enix employees, including Yuji Naka, this time for alleged insider trading related to Final <laughs> Fantasy VII The First Soldier. Why are you laughing, Brandon? Because insider he, trading? He got arrested yeah. before he got arrested again. It's just... It's just comical, like, that he got chain-arrested, essentially. Like, got free, and then they immediately, like... It's like a cartoon show. Like, he just got out of jail, and then they just go... Ah, it's like, son of a guy! Ah! He just got taken away again. Like, the first time the first time was just very unfortunate, but then the second time, I just have to laugh. Well, you know what sucks the most? That game isn't even available anymore, because they're shutting it down. So you really got arrested for... that. That that's a, That's a mobile game, right? The uh, first first soldier? soldier, yes, yes, it was. And uh, like he got arrested for insider trading for the first first soldier, and the shit is shut down. Broski, come on, what are you doing? Like you gotta do better than that. Um, yes. Yeah, anyway, game, <laughs> open up the your third FTC. Eye. <laughs> wow, the FTC is sued uh, to block the Microsoft acquisition of Game Activision uh, of Game Giant Activision. Um, and Bobby Kotick's message to Activision Blizzard employees was. This sounds alarming, so I want to reinforce my confidence that this deal will close. We believe these arguments will win despite a regulatory environment focused on ideology and misconceptions about the tech industry. Uh, this was FTC suing to block the Microsoft purchase of uh, Activision, Activision Blizzard, excuse me, and um, I don't know if I have it here. I hope that I do. Um, no, I don't think I have it here, but one of the things that they mentioned in the uh, acquisition... Oh, wait, I think I have it. Maybe. Hold on, two seconds. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Uh, a part of what gives them pause about this acquisition is Microsoft's potential actions regarding Call of Duty. Um, and it, it looks to be a big part of the attempt to block the deal. And one of the reasons is because, and this is from Steven Totillo, Microsoft has said previously that it has kept its word as far as ZeniMax goes. Um, uh, they cited, the FTC cited that Microsoft, criticized Microsoft, excuse me, for making Starfield and Redfall Xbox console exclusives. Uh, despite assurance that it had given to the European antitrust authorities that it had no incentive to withhold games from rival consoles. So basically, what they're saying is, you guys were saying PlayStation is, a, is like a monolith that has exclusives, and that's not fair. You want to go through with this, and you're not going to make any of your games exclusive, yet you have at least three games already coming in the beginning and middle of 2023 that are going to be exclusive. So what do you mean? <laughs> like, basically, they were like, you can't say that you aren't going to do this, and yet this is exactly what you're doing. Um, and Microsoft said that they have kept their word um, with uh, as far as ZeniMax goes, citing that its commitment at the time of purchase was to honor existing deals for those games. Um, and however, uh, future game exclusivity would be a case-by-case -case thing. So they're saying, we have to do this because when we acquired these studios, the promise was that these were going to be, like, we, we signed contracts that said these were going to be exclusive, but going forward... It is going to be a case-by-case -case basis. That does not mean that all the games are going to be exclusive. But that also doesn't mean that they're not. Um, so They're just being shady. A lot of people were kind of... I, I brought this one up specifically because a lot of people were going after PlayStation 
about this thing and they were like leave them alone and like one of the reasons that the FTC is probably looking back in the, into this is because uh, Nintendo has agreed and Nintendo has this 10 year plan for Activision Blizzard uh, Steam has already said what they have to say PlayStation's the only big issue PlayStation's the outlier they're making this like a struggle for everyone else and it turns out that this is not even PlayStation it's literally Microsoft creating their own problem based on what they've been saying this entire time so I want to know how you guys feel about this revelation don't know what they were trying to do the entire time when they knew ahead of time they were being investigated left and right you're better off coming clean (laughs) you're just better off coming clean at this point in time y'all honestly Um, So just for a little more clarity, Microsoft said uh, for future ZeniMax games, Microsoft intends to make these games available for purchase on PC and where the games are designed um, as native mobile games on mobile devices running both iOS and Android. Uh, Future decisions on whether to distribute ZeniMax games for other consoles will be made on a case-by-case basis, taking into account player demand and sentiment. Microsoft's strategic and financial goals and the willingness of third-party gaming hardware providers to run Microsoft games and services. Microsoft will make all acquired uh, games and future releases available to subscribers of its Game Pass service on the day the games are launched. That's very important. They literally, in this contract, say they're going to make all acquired hardware providers, sorry, uh, make all games uh, in the future from their day one Game Pass services. Uh, So that's that's, uh, good to hear if you have Game Pass. Um, which can be used to play on PCs, Xbox consoles, and Android mobiles. Don't forget, you can also play Game Pass on your phones, um, if it's Android. But they do not currently anticipate distributing them through other subscription services. This reflects Microsoft's broader strategy to promote a subscription-based model, which it believes will generate value and choice for game game players. Um, this model, this policy would not preclude players from downloading or buying these games outside of Xbox Game Pass. Um, and Microsoft uh, anticipates that existing games and future multi-platform games will be available for purchase from relevant digital storefronts of all major consoles and PCs. So yeah, they were making all these arguments um, about how Call of, they wouldn't deprive Sony of Call of Duty. It wouldn't make any money. It wouldn't make any sense uh, monetarily. Not enough people will switch to the console, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and yet here they are still having their own exclusives, which is really just hurting their uh, their argument basically um yeah so i'm sorry kelly brandon how do you guys think how do you guys feel about this one um i mean i don't know i mean i don't think it's crazy to think that they want to have some exclusives um like a big name like call of duty they're not gonna make them exclusive like that would just be crazy i don't i don't know maybe they would i think that like the smaller studios and stuff yeah okay they need some exclusives coming out because playstation has plenty but I don't think they would ever make something as big as Call of Duty an exclusive. Like, there's too much of a market. But then again, I guess there's too much of a market for the ZeniMax titles as well. Which, to be fair, have any of those games actually come out as exclusives yet? Not yet. ZeniMax owns Bethesda, right? Yeah, it's a Bethesda So we're looking at, like, Starfield. Yeah, not Starfield and Redfall, one... literally the ones that are coming in 2023, the ones I just mentioned earlier. Isn't Starfield like January, or is it? Later? No, I think it's later. Okay, I think it's much later. Gotcha. Yeah, because I feel like they're like, oh, well, you're gonna make these exclusives. I guess in the contract, if it says that they're gonna be, they're gonna be, but they're not even out yet. 
Like, <laughs> yeah, who but knows? the whole point. The whole point is that they were saying that no company should have exclusives. Well, at least PlayStation shouldn't have exclusives because it's not fair. Um, because they're they're kind of creating a monopoly in the gaming industry, and they don't want to do that with their acquisition. But then, if you look at it, there the, like the FTC is like, yeah, you say you don't want to do it, but you're literally doing it going into 2023 with what could be very big games because. Bethesda, you know, not on the level of Activision Blizzard, but they're also not a small indie company either. People oh, yeah. are going to flock to something like Skyrim and Fallout, etc. So how can you say one thing and then do something else, I think is really the, the issue here. What I will say is that Microsoft and Xbox, um, so like if games come out on the Xbox, it's never an Xbox console exclusive. It's technically not exclusive. It's on PC too. PlayStation exclusives are only on the PC or PS, you know, whatever, um, until they release them on PC. I mean, some of those games have been on them only for ages. And it's like mm-hmm. a huge thing that they're even on Xbox. I don't think Final Fantasy XIV is on Xbox yet. No, it's not. Yeah. Oh, we talked so, like, about that and you were here. Oh, no. Why it's not on Xbox? Um, yeah, but like. I, I don't I don't know like I guess it's just them going against what they said which is the problem but at the same time it's never really an exclusive because it's on PC and Xbox I don't really I mean I guess that's it. exclusive to Microsoft but yeah. still I don't I don't know but that would still make it a console exclusive like for example Final Fantasy 16 is a console exclusive you can only play it on uh, PlayStation consoles, but you can still play it eventually on PC. So Redfall will be a console exclusive. You cannot play that on any other console. Same thing with um, uh, 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 Starfield. It's going to be a console exclusive. So that technically still counts. How's it a console exclusive? I'm sorry. Am I missing something? It's on PC and Xbox. Yeah, yeah, because PC is not a console. Okay. So your you consoles are your ex yeah so yeah like that's literally how they market them so you'll have playstation console exclusives that will come to pc but as far as consoles you can't play it on switch you can't play it on xbox you have to play it on playstation okay and so like for these they're technically all going to be microsoft console or xbox console exclusives i guess I in all it. honesty microsoft should ask for the definition of a console and define the definition of a console. But you know what? Apparently, I'm not, they're not paying their attorneys enough. Or, you know, <laughs> Don't they need any to get advice for free. <laughs> Don't give them any advice for free. Brandon, do you have any thoughts on this one? Nah, everything I was going to say is pretty much already been said. So I'm good. So League of Legends, Valorant, and more Riot games are coming to Game Pass. Are any of you familiar with any of Riot's stuff? No. No, no, nobody's played Valorant. I've played Valorant. I really hate it. So, oh my I'm only familiar <laughs> with League of Legends because my late dad would play it like a lot. Mm. Yeah, I'm familiar. It. I'm familiar with League of Legends, but I've never played. But I had some friends that used to play, and they used to be like, "What the shit is this?" Is it that bad? No, I don't think League of Legends is bad. It's just not what. I'd want to play, but Valorant, mm-hmm. I know. I, I liked Valorant when I was playing it, but it was just like, no. 
Rip. All right. Well, I guess nobody here cares <laughs> that it's coming to, to Game Pass. Um, so recently, Phil Spencer also said, quote, there's really only been one major opposer to the deal, and it's Sony. And Sony's trying to protect their dominance on console. And the way they grow is by making Xbox smaller. He had an entire interview. I'm not going to go into because we kind of just talked about that. But I think those are very interesting words um, for somebody whose own company is messing them up. Uh, Days Gone <laughs> director blames uh, woke review for the game's middling reception because <laughs> Kelly I love your face <laughs> yeah he was like these rope reviewers are the reason that our game didn't sell well um also, the studio has responded to this. This is from Kotaku. Um, let me see if I can read his current statements because they've updated it with like the studio who apologized basically. Um, da 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 da. Okay, so he said uh, these were his three reasons that the game did not sell well. Um, one was it had tech issues like bugs, streaming, and frame rate. Two, it had reviewers who couldn't be bothered to actually play the game. And three, it had woke reviewers who couldn't handle a gruff white biker looking at his date's ass. This is... Alright, if you say so. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, to to, to, mm -hmm. the, to the to the credit, that first point is not untrue. Like it did, like that game was noted to have like a lot of bugs at launch, and that did probably hurt it a little bit. But other than that, I mean, otherwise, like that game, I remember when it was coming out, and to say, and what I mean by that is that I it came out and I just didn't realize it did because as much as that game got reviewed pre-release. On, like, the last month before that game was coming out, they were abnormally quiet for a game that they were previously pushing really hard. So I think there's a lot of people that just didn't know that game came out. Like, I don't know what happened to the marketing of that last stage of the journey. And then when it did come out, when it did come out, even barring all those, like, people talking about the bugs that were in that game in the first few weeks, it... it most people just felt like it was middling. Like I'm not here. I'm not here to say I haven't played Days Gone. I can't tell you if it's a good or bad game. Some people really love Days Gone. A lot of people just played. It's like, yeah, this is okay. And then the people that focus on the bugs said it was terrible. You know, it is what it is. But the fact is, it reviewed the way it did because it was what it was. Like to to like deflect blame in other places just makes you look foolish, man. Uh, you know, <laughs> I think my biggest problem with this is his number three. Yeah, uh, first number of all, three is a pretty big bad one. His him. number two is that had reviewers, uh, reviewers who couldn't be bothered to actually play the game. You know, if the game wasn't broken, maybe they could be bothered right. to play the game. So, like, for your number two point, please visit number one. And your number three point, they couldn't handle a gruff white biker looking at his date's ass. Why is he doing that in the first place? Like, I I haven't played the game, so I don't know why this is happening. But all I know is there are a ton of zombies, and I thought it looked really cool when I saw the preview of it. Right. Why, how does he have time to be looking? First of all, nobody cares that he's a white biker. Like, literally nobody cares that he's a white biker. All bikers are white in video games. Tell me one that's not. Like, this is not, right. even, like, no one cares about that. That is ridiculous, number one. Number two, nobody cares that he's looking at his wife's ass either or girlfriend's ass. Nobody gives a shit, sir. We don't care. We, we're here for zombies. Like, we really don't care. Go ahead, I, Kelly. I played that game. Oh, great. Uh, Please, I never finished time. it. Okay, so the thing was that the trailer dropped and it was like hordes of zombies. Like they mm -hmm. 
they use this gameplay of like this one specific part of the game and it was like wow yes need to have that so i rented it from redbox Mm -hmm. it wasn't unplayable I mean, I don't even, I don't even think I noticed bugs, and I don't even remember him going on a date with anyone. To be honest, with you. I mean, it's fucking zombies everywhere. What, exactly. You going on a date? Just exactly. you know, just anyways. Um, so I don't even know about that. Whatever. Um, but like, it wasn't like memorable enough. Like, mm. you had The Last of Us out before that. Mm-hmm. You can't just put out another zombie game and just be like, yeah. Like, I, I guess, I don't know when it came out, but I feel like it was after Dying Light, for sure, and after The so, Last of Us. Like, how are you going to follow that? Like, seriously, how are you going to follow that? I don't know. Do you you think, tried. Do you think, I think that it's... that situation that they found themselves in, that you just described, of this game coming out of The Last of Us, and of after coming out of Dying Light, and obviously having comparisons to is the reason why marketing subtly shut down for that game. Do you think no. they lost their esteem? Kelly answer that because she's played it, but no, uh, because their whole gimmick was what Kelly mentioned, which is the, the hordes, hordes of right? zombies, which yeah. is what none of these other games had. But I had no idea that that was just like a specific portion of the game. All right, I but... thought that was uh, common. <laughs> yeah, there, ahead, were, there were a lot of sparse zombies, but like that one section, they really pushed and i don't remember that happening in what i played um i don't know if it's at the beginning i can't it's been so long i mean this is years ago which brings me to my next point of why is he saying this now like my game that came out five years ago uh got review bombed like what who cares like why are you still trying to be relevant for this game that's like i feel like it re-released or something is that why we're talking about it and even that was a while ago like is he just trying to be relevant and be shocking? I don't understand why now. I think it came to PlayStation Plus this year for free. So that so your game is were, free. Yeah, so yeah. that more people were getting their hands on the game yeah. at that time. And I think what ended up happening were was people who were playing it then were like, why is this game bad? And he responded in a tweet saying, this oh. is why. Got it. Okay, so people now are getting to it in a much more polished state. They'd be like, why did people say this was bad again? Okay, that makes a lot more sense. It makes a lot... It, it's. All, I would also say it's a lot easier to defend a game if you're not paying for it. <laughs> but, but if you're putting it from the mindset of like paying the full 60 at launch and not having the 10 out of 10 experience you were expecting, then it's a lot easier to like uh, trash it as opposed to like paying nothing. I, I remember also, I'll also mention that Days Gone is on the PS Plus collection, which players get if you have a PlayStation 5. And I remember that game got a mm-hmm. resurgence, and I remember it got a resurgence during that as well, because, surprise, surprise, a lot of people didn't play Days Gone. It was now free for them with their shiny PS5. They played it. They said it wasn't that bad. It wasn't out of this world, but they said it wasn't that bad. But uh, obviously there's a lot more people now that it's on the regular PS Plus, so there's that. Um, well, a lot of reviews said that the controls were clunky and cumbersome, hunting resources was a chore, and um, the main character just wasn't that interesting. Uh, and apparently that portion that they were talking about is an early flashback sequence in which Deacon and his date Sarah Whitaker, who later becomes his wife, explore Oregon. They are walking a trail, taking in the sights. Sarah stops to show Deacon what he's looking for. 
and bends over and Deacon steps back and says, yeah, I found it. And the camera pulls back to show him like looking at his soon to be wife. Don't nobody care about Esther. Like, like literally no one cares about that. Um, Ben Studio did come out and they uh, with a with a statement and they said we are aware of the comments made by our previous creative director on Days Gone regarding his personal view on the critical reception of our intellectual property. Ben Studio does not share his sentiment nor does it reflect the views of our team. Our studio is immensely proud of the work we've accomplished on Days Gone and are thankful to every developer who uh, uh, who poured their heart and soul into it. We're incredibly humbled by the support of our Days Gone community, and we will continue to share your enthusiasm for our world and characters as we look forward toward the future. Uh, Bend Studios. This is by Levi Will Winslow from Kotaku.com. That was a fun one. That was a fun one. Um, and I think to end this podcast, we should go out on a quick game of uh, 20 questions, if you guys are up for it. Uh, sure. I am. Um, I will let you guys start. I gotta be, I'll be right back. Let me just mute myself and you may begin. I will ask my question in a second. So do you guys want to do easy, medium, or hard? Easy. I haven't played any other games. (laughs) Fair. I have not played very many, uh, games either. So that is a fair choice. And give me one second here. Let me go into my notes. (laughs) Okay. Well, does it need to be a game that you guys have played? No, uh, no. Or an easily no. recognized, an easily guessed one, at least. Fair. All right. I got it. You guys ready? I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Do we have a choice? Begin. No. So go ahead. Ask away. Is uh, it a console exclusive? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is it a, well, first of all, do we want to ask which comp ask, um, if it's one console exclusive or if it's created by a certain dev, a developer? I mean, we need to know which console it's on for sure. Do we think it might be a PlayStation or should we go with an Xbox or should we go with Nintendo? It's got to be PlayStation. Well, or Nintendo. I don't think it's going to be an Xbox because what if they have this year? Okay. Or ever. Well, well what if it's not this year? So we've asked. I mean, I can think of one Xbox exclusive and that's Halo. That's it. Um, so what if it's we Halo? found out it is the console exclusive. Okay. That's, that's so it. now we're trying to figure <laughs> out what our other question is going to be. Oh, that is a console exclusive. Um, so we're trying to figure out if it's uh, exclusive to the other three consoles or not. Yeah. Do we want to find out? Well, first of all, well, what is question. your definition of a console? Is PC included? No. Jarrell already said. Yeah, no. Jarrell okay. Said earlier. Yeah. So I, I'm going to just ask the PlayStation question. Is this a PlayStation exclusive? Yes. Cool. There we go. It's a PlayStation exclusive. <laughs> yeah. It's super easy. This one's easy. Yeah. Okay. This is an easy one, he says. Because y'all said easy. Yeah. He, he said, said, he said, he said easy. Uh, Did it come out this year? Yes. 
I feel like I already know what it is. <laughs> it's very easy. Was it a game of year the year contender? Yes, it was. It's gotta be. Does it does the game does the game involve a character that says boy? I actually don't know if he says that. Okay. But it is a he. Does the main character I mean, use an axe as one of his weapons? Yes. Okay. Like he probably says it. I don't. I actually don't know. Is it based on like mythology of something? Yes. Okay, it's gotta be God of War Red Ragnarok. It has to be God of War Ragnarok. Is that your guess? God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Yes, that's right. See, it was super easy. The reason that I don't know is because I know he says it in the first game, but I have no idea if he says it in the second game. So I was like, I have, I, I don't know. But you guys got that so quick. You guys got that so quick that I can do another one. Okay. First off, I didn't notice this until just now. I love your Lilligan shirt. Oh my god. Okay, so anyone who's listening, I got this wonderful sweater from the Pokemon Center. It's the 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 grass type ones. I've got an Oddish here and uh Appleton there. Um on this one, I got there's like grass Pokemon across it. There's little cute little Bulbasaur there sleeping. It's just like yeah, it's super cute. Thank you. Um that will not get you any uh points. Uh, but thank you. I was looking for it. I just like the shirt. <laughs> Okie dokie. Next game. This one's going to be a little bit harder and probably the last one we have time for. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Is this a console exclusive? No. Awesome. Multi-platform. All right. Cool. Uh, was it released in the last five years? Was it? Yes. Well, if he doesn't know, it's got to be it. <laughs> Listen, don't take my ignorance as any type of clue. Well, I just I mean, don't know games. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it was released, uh, def- definitely released in the last five years. Okay. Multi-platform released in the last five years. Is this a game we know? Like, all three of us. Oh, all three of us. Yeah, do, do all three of us know. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Not Uh-oh. all three of us. I mean, like, Uh-oh. maybe? I I don't know. I have no idea. I feel like one of you knows it, but, like, all three? I don't know. Which one of us? <laughs> that is not Which a yes or no question. <laughs> I'm gonna say, have you all heard of it? Yes, I feel like, yes, you've all heard of this game. Heard of it, okay. okay. So it's well enough known. Okay, um, is this a first-person shooter? No. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um, hmm. Is it a third-person shooter? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) There's not that many of them, so... Yeah, it's it's a rare... There's... Oh, there's really not. Compared to first-person, yeah, no, there's... They they exist. They just you know, first person is definitely the wave. Um. Okay. Should we ask if it's a Japanese RPG? If it's specifically JRPG, I feel like that's a fair question. Is is that your question? <laughs> should should that be our question? I, yeah. That's okay. Fine. Works for me. Is it a JRPG? No. So, wow, that gets rid of every single Final Fantasy game. 
<laughs> it it also does. gets rid of persona. It gets does. Of, gets rid of tails. It does. Mm -hmm. <laughs> naming all my favorite JRPG series. They're all out the door. Then the next question Do you like this game? That's not the real question, though. No. <laughs> uh, that's a fair question. Do I like this game? That's a fair question. I wouldn't ask it, but that's a fair question. I'm not going to, but yeah, it would be. Hmm. Okay. Uh... What you thinking, Kelly? I have no idea. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I got. Um, wait, Drew, how many questions are we in right now? You five. 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 Okay. Uh, so you got some time to waste some questions. We do. We do. <laughs> or, or, or rather, you have enough questions to would waste. Would you? From. Would you consider this a triple A title? Ooh. Uh, yes. Okay. Oh wait, 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 wait. It might be only be okay. double A. <laughs> Hold on, let is me let a? me double check. Okay, actually, no, it is not. I would not consider this a triple A title. Okay. Okay. Hmm. No. Should we ask if it was released on the Nintendo Switch? I feel like that should narrow it down. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Was this game released on the Nintendo Switch? Yes. It was. Oh, interesting. Honestly, it? yes, it was. Apparently. Apparently. Apparently? I'm sorry, that's I won't give any more side talk, but yeah, apparently it was also on Switch. Like not triple. I feel like I should look that up. But keep asking. <laughs> Is this really on Switch? Is it like an online multiplayer game? Is that a question? Yeah. No. I don't know, on my multiplayer. Oh, okay, I see. It was on Switch. <laughs> yes, it was on Switch. Not on my multiplayer. Not tr not so it has online multiplayer or no? No, it does not, is what he said. No, it does not? Okay, and then not triple A. But I do have a question, and the question is... Got was, nine minutes. Was this game ever nominated for Game of the Year? Um... Yes? I feel like I just did this. <laughs> yeah, you did. I'm asking again. <laughs> and I've already forgotten. Uh, yeah? It was a nominee. We're talking the last five years was this game nominated for Game of the Year. Yeah. Okay, it, it was. So this is a really good it's game. Multi -play. Just, just not triple not Multi-platform. Uh, so, uh, ooh. It takes huh. two. That, that that narrows it down a lot. It takes two got nominated. That's one. Uh Hades also got nominated. It takes two one. Does this game should I ask if this game has co-op? Would that help? Yeah. Sure. Does this game have co-op? No. So it's not it takes two. But yeah, I'm thinking of like other games that are multiple. That's ten. You got nine more in a guess. Okay, 2018 was won by God of War. 2017 was won by Breath of the Wild. But I didn't say it won, did I? I said you it was said nominated. Nominated. Yeah, nominated. It was nominated. But I'm trying to get my head into the mindset of what else was like nominated that those years. All right, well, make sure you guys aren't looking up the no. nominees. No cheating. Odyssey, Yessie. 
That was nominated, but that's just exclusive. Spider-Man never came out of 2019. What? The hell came out of 2019? Sekiro won that year, but it never came to How do you remember this? I remember the nominees. I don't know what happened. I don't even know when last year, to be honest with you. Last year was It Takes Two. Gabe threw it all night. Oh, okay. Okay, oh, it, I, takes, it takes two one game of the year. Last year, it takes two one. Are you fucking? Did nothing? Else oh yeah, come I remember out? Gabe mentioning it. Yeah, it takes two. Oh, it takes two one. That's why Yosef Ferris presenting the uh, the award for game. Did of the year nothing this year. else come out last year? Like legitimately, we had like, this conversation on the podcast. Like, you, are it you takes two Doom? One. It wasn't takes two Doom one? Of, and no, Animal. No, that was twenty twenty. It was I, Doom. I remember and Animal Crossing and Final Fantasy Seven. I remember twenty twenty because it was great fucking games. Yes, it was. It was. It was. Uh. Shit, fuck. I can't remember. Ah, oh, damn it, damn it. I have no idea. Uh, Wait. Not a triple A, not a shooter. That's it. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's it. That's all that's all the genres. That's all I know. Oh, uh, because last year it kinda sucked. Okay, now it makes sense. Well, I can tell y'all it wasn't I will give you a hint, it was not on last year's nominees. I kinda okay. figured, I kinda figured okay. it was. So it's okay. So it's twenty. Might wow! It takes two. Beat Metroid Dread. Yeah, I was and Resident about Evil that Village. Oh my God! Who yeah, does the voting for yeah, these? Yeah, it things? takes two. Beating Village. It takes two is wild. a great game. It is. It's a great game. But it like is. beating Resident Evil Village. Damn! There's that Resident Evil Village DLC too. I gotta play that. Are you gonna play it in in VR? Hell no. <laughs> I mean, I guess if I have a heart attack and die, I don't have to go to work. Oh my god! I mean, that would that would yeah, you wouldn't. Have so to I mean, work. okay, debatable. Uh, um, seven minutes. I don't know. Now I now I've forgotten. I don't know what what they answered already. Well, you I have. It, it is not a console exclusive. It is not a JRPG. Um, it was released in the last five years. It uh was a game of the year nominee um it is not a first person shooter um i forgot the rest of your questions <laughs> great is no, was it a triple a it's not yeah. a triple a and i think did we cover was it released on the nintendo switch it also was. a question yeah it was it was yes it was it came on switch apparently apparently you're gonna kick yourselves in the butt when you figure out what we... oh you also asked it, like if you guys would know it and i said one of you might know it but like now i don't even know if that's true <laughs> like, i feel like i thought one of you might know it but now i don't know and it's not online multiplayer and it's not online there's multiplayer. No... that was also another question it's not well, online then... multiplayer and it's not a, there's no co-op right no yeah co-op which is um... why it takes two is out is it roguelike should we nope. ask that? It is not. I, I'm sorry. I took it. It's not. <laughs> five minutes. And you lose. <laughs> In five minutes, you lose. Uh, I'm so, I am is so it a horror game? No. Uh, no. Uh, no. I mean, no. Like, it depends on... No. Okay, no. It's not. Okay. Like I, I would say yes, but like, is it no? Well, that's grounded for me. 
It's fucking scary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would not play this because I would be scared. But, like, is it a horror game? No. Okay. Jarrell wouldn't play it because it's scary. But Teddy. it's not scary to other people. I have no... Wait, hmm, no. I was going to say Doom, but that's the first person. Darn it. Yeah. Play right. Doom, Doom isn't scary. Oh, it's a fr Anyways, it's out. Uh, Scorn is, I guess, a first-person shooter, which, to be honest, I didn't even realize that game came out. Like, it did, but it is not anywho. a Game of the Year nominee. No, well, no, but it's a first-person shooter anyways. True. And so it's high also really nasty. Yeah, it looks pretty gnar-gnar. Listen, um, I saw some dude getting his... Oh, never mind. <laughs> if you've seen Scorn, you know what I'm talking about. It was, okay. was some milking going on. Okay, well, we, yeah, can it was really nasty. we can talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> after the podcast. Four podcast. <laughs> One minute. I have four. Four. Oh, four minutes. Um, is this a game that's in a series of games? Um, I, uh, yes. Can you elaborate? <laughs> That's not a yes or no question, so I guess not. Okay, the answer is definitively yes, it is. In a series. It's, it's not the first of this game, so yes. Okay. It's I mean, not like, is it? First. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Darn it. I'm so, yeah. I'm so lost. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I'm getting lost myself. I'm completely lost. So two minutes. Alright, just start asking random questions. You'll get it. Is this a MOBA? No. Okay. That was a random MOBA's question. what MOBA has been nominated for Game of the Year, Brandon? You know what? You said random questions. I complained. Oh, okay. Okay, random questions for what you know. <laughs> like you know it's game of the year. Like just narrow down what year it was released. Is this, is or this, nominated. Okay. You know it was in the last five years. Come on. Is this an action adventure game? Yes. All right. Cool. Bet. Uh, wait. Wait. Four wait, questions wait, 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 and a guess in three minutes. Wait. 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 We actually should ask that question. Is this a third-person shooter? Yes. Let's go. It might be Resident Evil. It might be Resident Evil. It might be. It might be. Hold on. Shit. Um. Ah, uh, crap. Wow. So I really should have asked that question. That's so stupid. Two minutes. <laughs> Um, well, it can't be the newest Resident Evils. It can't be okay, Village for seven because they were first person. Also, only one of them was nominated for Game of the Year. And also, if it's a Resident Evil game, I would think it was scary. And I did not think yeah. it was. Well, I guess I did say that I wouldn't play this, but I, I like, I don't I know. I asked if it was a horror game. game. Resident Evil is a horror. Not... Yeah. Exactly. Okay. But it is a third person shooter that's not considered horror. It can't. It cannot. One minute. Be Last of Us, because that is a console exclusive. Oh. You had three questions and a guess and one minute. Come on, people! Third-person shooter game that's not. Bro, just just ask just ask me what year it was game of the year nominee. Just do it. That will what make it so much easier for you. Okay, you have to ask any yes or no question. Was it 2017? No. Well then, okay, but we're gonna lose up all of our questions then. You should have asked earlier. We got a minute. Is it 2019? No. 2018. One more question. No. 
Okay, so it has to be 2020. Well, he said it was released within the last five years. And y'all guessed like three of the nominated. five. Nominated. No, so... I was nominated for Game of the Year in the last five years. And it was not 2017, 2019. Yeah. All right, well, y'all got a, like one question and a guess in like 30 seconds. Well, we didn't specify what category. And the only thing that's a third person that's Resident Evil. No, he said Game You're of the Year. Was it, a game of... it was the question was asked if it was a Game of the Year nominee. Oh. Yeah. And I said yeah. So it was a Game of the Year nominee uh, that is a third person um, uh, game. And uh, I didn't say shooter. I said third person because it was the question was is it a third person game, not a shooter. Was there recently a Silent Hill game? Re- it doesn't matter. Time's up, so you guys lose. The answer is a Plague Tale Requiem. Wow, I would have never gotten that. It literally up. was really. Up. I was like, I feel Straight like up. Brandon. I didn't even know that was a third-person game. It That's is. how little I know and about the, it. And the first one was <sighs> a Plague Tale. So it technically is in the series, but I was like, eh. and then I didn't know it was on Switch, but apparently it's on Switch via yeah, like, the cloud, cloud and I was yeah. like, oh, okay, well, yeah. It was from this year. I was like, oh, they're gonna get this. This isn't hard. Just the only like multi-platform third-person game from this year that's a part of the series. It's a Plague Tale Requiem. Requiem. Well, well anyway, I feel less bad not getting it, knowing I know nothing about this game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I know that like a swarm of rats can eat you, but I wasn't gonna I ask said. that. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> gonna ask that as a question, though. I was never gonna get that. Fair point, because I wouldn't play it because of the rats. It would scare me, which it was is why pretty but, terrifying. It would be <laughs> scary, and I think some people do consider it like a a scary game. Technically, anywho, it's that time for us. Uh, thank you, Brandon. Oh wait, oh wait, please, please. Okay, sorry. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Christy and Kelly. It was wonderful to have you back, of course. Um, and, oh my God. Okay, my cat is uh, being relentless here. So with that, I think that's everything. Good night, everybody. Bye. <laughs>